Welcome back to Coffee and the Bible. In the Bible. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I look confused about that. <laughs> coffee? No. Uh, coffee? Yeah, in the Bible. Hey, look here. A new cup. It's a nice. Is that ivory? <laughs> <laughs> That's real ivory. <laughs> I took a trip there. I took a trip on the safari a few weeks back. They're paying you way too much here. <laughs> yeah, <I> know, <laughs> right. Yeah. Ivory coffee yeah. mug. Pastoring in Hatfield, Arkansas, population four hundred and thirteen. Is believe. it four thirteen? Yeah. I was going to say four oh seven. So, uh, well, if we if we remember, which I doubt it, we'll check the population sign next week and let you know for sure. I mean, it fluctuates. <laughs> yeah, how many yeah. dogs are leaving the town? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's tough to keep track of all the new people. Yeah, coming in. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we 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 talked about this last week, but a couple of weeks ago, we went to North Little Rock for our district council. Mm -hmm. And I won't say the name of the restaurant we ate at, but it was a great burger place. Mm -hmm. Remember the place? Oh, yes. Yes, yes I do, in fact, yeah. yeah. Initial D-B. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And so it was a, we just like, hey, let's just try this place to eat. It's a new place. But we walked in, and the atmosphere was uplifting. It was they're having fun. You could, the kitchen was open, so you could see in the kitchen, and when you walk in, like, welcome to DB. You know, I want to say the name because I don't want to give a shout-out because, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's, yeah. Anyway, so they, they welcomed us. It was high energy. They were laughing in the kitchen. But one thing that you and I noticed was that the kitchen was open. Mm -hmm. yeah, and we were talking to Amber and my wife, Alicia. It was all four of us. And, and Amber said she appreciates she could look in the kitchen and see how clean it was. And it was clean. It was clean. And so because uh, walking into a new place, we know the staff is friendly. We know the kitchen is clean. We didn't have any qualms about eating there, did we? Smelled good. Oh, it smelled good. That, yeah. Do you remember what kind of meat they used is it sirloin? They use select farms, mm -hmm. uh, so their cows are, you know, they know what their cows are eating. Mm. And uh, so good ingredients. Good ingredients. Fresh. Quality. Yeah. And so, so controlled on what they bring in. Mm. So they, uh, the, 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 the cow's diet was controlled. What are mm. we talking about this for? Hang on, we'll get there in just yeah. a moment. <laughs> Again. I need to control my diet. I have high cholesterol, uh -oh, the doctor uh -oh. said. Anyway, yeah. side note. Side so, note. Yeah. So uh, do not send in your offering of fried chicken anymore, please. So, <laughs> if you do, make it attention to lead pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just next door. <laughs> just next door. <laughs> I, I can sniff it out. <laughs> get thee behind me, Satan, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but where are, you, where are you taking us with that? Well, where I'm taking you... Um, this uh, past Sunday, here at Peniel Church, we had a special guest speaker, mm -hmm. uh, the founders of Echo Ministries in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And looky here. I don't know if you can see this. Oh, no. But I'm going to put his website on the screen for you. Or if you're listening by audio podcast, it's yeah. Echo Ministries, Inc. That's I-N-C dot com. So Echo Ministries, Inc. dot com. Founders Ed and Vicki Huey. And really, Ed is an apostle to the modern day church. And so, great, great ministry. Mm -hmm. And he was here this, this Sunday and, and um, he preached. So, again, you can, you can go to Peniel.church and look at the sermons and, and listen to his message, which I really encourage you to do because, as you know, Coffee in the Bible, we just carry the message from Sunday forward through the week to give us something to chew on. But he, uh, 
he gave a visual about a place that he visited, a diner in Fort Smith, mm -hmm. who was known for their burgers. Different place, though. Not the same place that you and I were talking about. Right. I think I know what place he's talking about. Oh, yeah? Is it good? It says, I've never eaten there, but it says the best burger There in, in Fort town. Smith? Mm -hmm. So, hmm, we'll have to try that out. Yeah. Road trip. Hey, <laughs> staff meeting. Yep okay, for it? Yeah. Okay. As long as they have a low fat burger. That's <laughs> oh, that's right. Class but I can do it. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> My stomach's starting to growl. I know. But he said something that I think everyone in the building, their ears tuned into. And I know that because Sunday evening we had a deacon meeting uh, that evening after service, and they mentioned this visual that he used. And it was a visual of a dirty kitchen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, he made a comment, and we're going to kind of discuss that in the next few minutes, that this dirty kitchen, that one thing he realized, that that place of business was not ready for tomorrow's business. Mm -hmm. And so let's kind of unpack that statement. That's a profound statement that they weren't ready for tomorrow's business. And how can we apply that visual that he saw on that burger joint with that statement, not ready for tomorrow's business. How can we apply that to the church world? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and really, it's. Uh, uh, he said he when he walked in, he saw. You remember what he saw? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't torn up into a mess, mm -hmm. like broken windows or chairs knocked over and tables flipped around. But, but he just noticed little things like a straw wrapper here and there and the, some lettuce and. Just some a little bit of disorder. Uh, this floors hadn't been swept. Um, you know, it just it just wasn't ready. Like when the workers got there that morning, they'd, they'd have to quickly mm -hmm. ramp things up and get things in order. And so it just wasn't ready for business right. the next right. day. And then he made a statement that, and it's true, we know this, that Jesus said that he is the bread of life, right? Mm -hmm. And so the church has the best bread the church should have the yeah, best yeah. food that's available Absolutely. to eat, right? And so if the church has the best food, Jesus is the bread of life, and we're not ready for tomorrow's customers, how does that make the church of our Lord Jesus Christ look, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We have to be ready for tomorrow's customers. And so that visual that he gave us was so impactful that I believe that many people who are listening to that message begin to do some introspection. Is that yeah. a word? That is a word. It is a word. Wow. I, I, sometimes I make Spirit myself... you with that. Sometimes I sound smart. It's not <laughs> intentional. It's by accident. You're, you're smart. <laughs> but if the church is going to be ready for tomorrow's business, that means our lives are not trashed. Mm -hmm. Because what is the church? It's a collection. It's a collective body, uh, a unity, a collective of, of, of believers, one mind, one accord, with Christ as a true north, as, heart, is, as our superintendent, if you will. He's the one leading us. And so if we together are his church, that means if his church is going to be ready for business, that you and I and anyone who attends church needs a life that is being sanctified. Mm -hmm. Now, sanctified is one of those churchy words. Uh, you want to kind of talk about oh, sanctification? Boy. Um, oh, boy. I, I like putting him on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
when we talk about sanctification, we're talking about a process, right? Mm -hmm. A progression. Progression. Um, steps. Steps. Pilgrimage. Mm, that's good. Uh, long term, long haul. So, so all kinds of things come to mind uh, within the body of Christ. There, the, you know, I think of a plant. What, what, what does a plant need to grow best? Well, it needs time. It needs sunlight, water. So there's. We need to be giving each other patience and grace. Um, you know, with each other, not not tearing down one another, uh, not being quick to condemn. Or judge each other. Um, yeah, so, so all those kind of things come to my mind. Uh, it's a process. That's that's the word I use often. Is that word process? It's not only a process for the collective body, the congregation, but it's a process individually. Mm -hmm. You know that I have to work out my own salvation with fear and with trembling, and I have to uh, hear what God. Um, says to me in the areas that I need to clean up, to work on. God, through the Holy Spirit, will convict us of sins that separate us, that He yeah. wants us to deal with. And He wants us to deal with sin through His power, through His help. But yet you and I, we have to deal with our individual sin and work through that. Because working through that, we work through... Um, repentance, uh, how not to go back into that trap of sin or whatever it may be. And so there's a grace period. Sanctification is extended grace in order to, in, in the path of becoming holy. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good definition. So sanctification is extended grace for your path in becoming holy. And, and, and that's reminds, a good, Yeah, that's good. It reminds me of John 1, you know, Jesus... Uh, John writes, it's grace upon grace. Grace upon grace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a powerful yeah. statement when he talks about grace upon grace there? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, just a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, uh, when we began the expositional preaching of John, when I got to that verse there in John 1, I just wept mm. because I just... Just this waterfall of grace yeah. upon us. And it's that grace, though, that leads us into this holiness to becoming more like Christ. Yeah. You know? That's good. Yeah. And so back to the dirty kitchen, when we have areas in our life, the straw papers, uh, the little shreds of lettuce, the little pet sins that we don't deal mm. with. Mm. And so what happens when God wants to do a new thing, when he wants to pour his spirit out inside the local church, when he wants a revival of personal souls, of people coming alive, connecting with him, that the kitchen, the church, can't be ready and not ready for tomorrow's business. Yeah. Because when tomorrow's business comes in, whether it's a family member or a co-worker, a lost loved one, when they come into the church to hear the word and to sit at the table, right? I'm getting excited. Can you tell? I got a little bit of preach coming on. I can feel it. Get ready. I'm Pentecostal now. But when they sit at the master's table and Jesus presents himself as the bread of life, mm-hmm, that those who come in, they want to eat from a clean kitchen. Yeah. That clean kitchen is you and me operating, like you were saying, in grace, in mercy, 
in patience and long-suffering with those who come in who, doesn't, who don't look like us, who don't smell like us, yeah. who doesn't act the way that we act. Maybe they live a totally different lifestyle. Or maybe they've just come into the church and they're a sinner and they leave a sinner, but we still are gracious and keep welcoming them, welcoming them into the church so they can eat at the table until they have that encounter with Jesus. Mm, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, that's powerful. It, it is, it is. Um, we, have to, we have to keep our lives clean. And in keeping our lives clean, we keep the church clean. Yeah. And then Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, can move in the church. Yeah, yeah. that's good. We have to plug ourselves. We have to be plugged in to the kingdom purpose. You got anything you want to say right here? No, I, I was still thinking about just the word that comes to mind is just being, being sloppy with your life. Letting things slide that you know you shouldn't, but you just do. You know, yeah. maybe it's something you watch. You know, I, I could give a personal testimony. You know, of not not nothing real bad, but it, we shouldn't have been watching it. Just let sloppiness come in, and 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 that's how subtle sin is, and it can you know. So just constantly uh, being alert and being committed to. I want to live a holy life, and I want to I want to have my kitchen ready yeah, to right. serve. And I want Jesus to come in and be able to be the bread of life. Yeah, you know, there in that yeah. kitchen, He's clean. You know, because yeah, you know, when you're talking about you know watching something you you shouldn't have, and but we we kind of allow it. So I walked into my youngest daughter's bedroom last night, and I had known that the closet door had come off track. Came off track. And it fell against the wall. So it left a little small hole the size of a quarter. And I hadn't repaired it yet because I'm really slow <laughs> in making repairs in my home. Um, and no, don't judge me. But anyway, I looked up at that where that hole is. And about this big around the hole, she had peeled the paint uh-huh. off the wall. And I, and I called her by name. I said, did you peel the paint off the wall? Yeah. I said, when you were doing it, did you know that it was wrong? Yeah. And why did you do it? <laughs> so sometimes we do things and we feel an uneasiness right here in our spirit, mm-hmm. our spirit man, in your heart area. Why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Why are you dirtying the kitchen up? Mm-hmm. Don't you want to keep it clean? Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. It's powerful. We want to keep that kitchen clean. I, I love what uh, 2 Timothy 2.21 says. It says, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good mm. work. Yeah. So I think the purpose of today's podcast is this. Are you ready to be used by the master for every good work. Is where you attend church, is that kitchen clean? And I'm not talking about the kitchen off the fellowship hall. Is your heart, is your life, is it clean and acceptable before mm. the presence of God? That's good. Yeah. And so you have something to say? Well, that leads into that question about are you plugged into kingdom purposes? Here's the first thing Paul tells Timothy there is anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, that's cleaning your life, cleaning your kitchen, being sanctified, right? He'll, he'll use that vessel for honorable use. You know, instead of just, I'm going to jump into 
being a kingdom principle, kingdom purpose person, but you have all this other stuff, your kitchen's not ready. You know, I'm not talking about being perfect. None of us are there. No, absolutely not. But there's things in your life that you know, "Mm, I need to put that away. Mm -hmm. I need to stop doing that. And God honors that. And at the same time, that's you're doing that. Your mind and your heart's being transformed into being more kingdom driven. Right. You know? Was it that that's that renewal of the mind that happens within yeah. us as Christ's yeah. believers and followers? Mm-hmm. That's good. Very good. That's good. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, we're about to reach our time limit because we want to keep these short, mm-hmm. twenty minutes or less. So I just want to end uh, this podcast with this question. In my, um, I want to present this question to you: Is your kitchen cleaned up? And are you ready for tomorrow's business? Yeah. Think on that this week. And if you have any comments, questions, you can email us at media, M-E-D-I-A, at ipenuel.com. That's I-P-E-N-U-E-L.com. Until next week, see ya. God bless you.